Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. Should we send racists back to Africa? Or I guess just to Africa? So I'm listening to a Chrissy Mayer podcast where she interviews Count Dankula. This podcast is old. Uh, I don't know. Early 2021. But they're kind of talking about um, free speech in Britain, the UK. It's always hard for me to know the difference between those things. Ireland? I guess not Ireland. And so Count Dankula, I mean, obviously, obviously not his real name. Uh, he's, a, he's a good guy to talk about with free speech because he, uh, he, he made his name. He got famous, you know? Like, you know, the person that you hate? Well, it was the Streisand effect. There we go. The Streisand effect. So the Streisand effect was there was some photographer who was going around in an airplane or helicopter or something taking pictures of all the richest houses on the beach in Southern California, you know, like celebrity movie star houses. And he took a picture of Barbara Streisand's house, which, you know, do you care? Do I care? I don't care. Barbara Streisand, she's before my time. She did, she was hot stuff in the 70s, I think, and... In my lifetime, I think she did a movie that was, like, mediocre. You know, when I was old enough to possibly even watch it. In any case, uh, no one cared. No one cared about a picture of her house from the air. But she sued the guy. And so, for whatever reason, you know, maybe uh, there wasn't a lot of good news stories at the time. But the national media picked up on this lawsuit. And so, you know, like every article is like showing the picture of her house and saying how she's suing this guy because she doesn't want him to release the picture to the world or whatever. And so it's called the Streisand effect when no one cares except for, you you know, when you're against something and you make, some, and you make it popular. So Count Dankula, uh, he's like a Scottish guy. He's got a pretty good accent or, well, thick, thick, hard to understand accent. He's covered in tattoos. I don't know if he's like a punk rocker or whatever. But anyways, apparently him and his friends at one point, they were using YouTube to make funny videos and they would send it to each other. So like in his case, he had eight subscribers and all of those, all of those subscribers were his friends. So, you know, just whatever. He wasn't trying to become a star on YouTube. But he had a girlfriend who had a pug, like one of those little dogs that... Some people think are really cute, and some people think are really ugly. Not quite a bulldog, but a pug. It's almost like a small bulldog, a pushed-in nose. Just absolutely flat face. And apparently his girlfriend would just never stop talking about how wonderfully cute this dog was. And so he got tired of it, and he wanted to play a prank on her to get her back. And apparently previously they had like taught it to raise its hand to get a treat. So that was already taught to it. He's like, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to change the word treat to gas the Jews. And I think he changed um, shake, like, you know, shake hands, shake paw, to uh, sigheil. And so he made a video for YouTube. I mean, he knew that this was pretty crazy stuff, even though it was only going out to his eight friends. Uh, so, you know, at the beginning of it, he said, this is, you know, I am joking. I am not a Nazi. Uh, this is just because my girlfriend won't shut up about how cute her pug is. And so he made the video, and he... Whatever. Put it on YouTube, and his eight friends watched it. And then they, one of them must have sent it to someone else. Because shortly thereafter, it ended up, it ended up as the on the front page of Reddit. 
back when Reddit was not super duper woke and censored absolutely everything they possibly could. I think this is like 2017, plus or minus. So, you know, like YouTube has banned that video or whatever. It banned his vi his version of the video. I think you can, you can still find it on there. Uh, for some reason, it makes me laugh. Uh, maybe that makes me a bad person. I think it makes a lot of people laugh. It makes them all bad people. Anyways, in America, that would be the end of it. YouTube bans your video, done. Uh, but in Britain, they've got hate speech laws, kind of like how, you know, YouTube has um, a hate speech policy. Well, Britain, whatever, I guess the country, the country has like the equivalent of a hate speech policy, but policies for a country, those are called laws. And I want to go back. Why is that video funny? I'm one of the people that thinks that pugs are cute, so... You know, it's funny because the worst, you know, he picked the absolute worst thing that you could possibly ever ever say in English, well, except for the N-word, and he had a pug, a super cute pug, do it. But so anyways, that's illegal, or it was deemed illegal, and so, like, they arrested him and, like, threw him in jail, I think a couple times, whatever. They, you know, it would be like the equivalent of... Uh, Maybe like your average uh, aggravated assault with no priors is kind of kind of the treatment he got over there. Like that's what it would take to get that treatment here in America, because we got the Constitution with free speech. And I will say, uh, check out Count Count Dankula's channel on YouTube. It's very good. He doesn't do whatever. He doesn't do stuff like that pug video anymore. He'll do like he has something called Absolutely Mad Lads, where he'll find someone who uh, you know. Uh, one I watched was he, he did you know he did like a thirty minute breakdown of uh, some guy who who staked out a uh, what was it I think a, a national guard thing in California and he staked it out and he learned when people come and go and blah 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 and he went in there and he stole a tank and then he went on like a joyride through some city in California. And anyways, that you know absolutely mad lad. That's like absolutely crazy mf'er. So that's he does videos on that. Pretty good ones. Another one was a Swedish sniper. Like, I think he was, like, a farmer who, like, hunted. And then in World War One or Two, he uh, became, you know, he was, uh, he was put in the Swedish Army. And he became, like, a sniper because he was good at shooting. And he killed, like, I don't know, like, a hundred Germans or something. Like, shot a hundred Germans. Like, most anyone's ever personally shot. And that guy was a crazy MFR also. I mean, mostly just because he shot so many Germans. Jeez. But so, I haven't looked this up, but according to Count Dankula, this is how Britain came to this place where they got these uh, hate speech laws. You know, like, you know, you can say, whatever, they will arrest you. You, you. They have laws that if you say something on Facebook that is considered hate speech, like, I don't know, transgender people are bad, or black people are bad, or whatever, they can come to your door and arrest you, and they might just do it. All right, before I get to the historical punchline here and that happened recently um they had what is it called soccer has something it's called like the the european cup or the championship cup i'm not sure i forget what it's called but it, i think it happens every it happens the it happen, whenever the world cup of soccer does not happen then they have this championship league cup and so most recently britain got in there i guess against the italy and they had a Anyways, it doesn't matter. Well, they had a penalty kick, and then three British black players in a row missed three penalty shots in a row, and people were pissed. Like I think Britain, like Britain hasn't won that thing 
ever, or if they have, it was 70 years ago. And so people were so stoked, and then they were so let down, and they're like, oh, you picked you picked those three black players because they're black, not because they're good at take, you know taking penalty kicks. So anyways, I think on, anyways, and then on Facebook, maybe someone said the N-word or whatever, whatever, said go back to Africa or the N-word or whatever it was they said. And so Britain was like, I mean, like up to the prime minister, I think they're like, we got to, we got to use our laws to go attack these racists on Facebook. Like, you know, we got to send cops to personally uh, arrest them. And mostly that's like, that's the story. The story was all the media outlets all across the world talked about how someone on Facebook, whatever, said something, I think they called it abusive language, used abusive language against these three black uh, soccer players. And that was pretty much the end of the story. You know, some politicians said this is terrible. You know, every outlet said it was terrible, media outlet. And right and then they, they stopped talking about it pretty quick because it turned out that for whatever reason, it was, um, I guess, soccer fans. I don't even know if they're soccer fans, but I guess British soccer fans from the Middle East and India. Like, you know, maybe like out of 70... Nine of them, maybe, you know, less than 10 of them were from Britain, like nine of them or something. And the vast majority of them were from other countries, you know, which you can't necessarily tell when you look on Facebook. Anyways, the whole thing was pretty stupid. I mean, 70 people in America or in the world have a bad opinion. I mean, you know, 70 people in the Middle East and India have a bad opinion. I mean, who the hell cares? It's all stupid, except that, uh, like, Britain is woke as hell, like, to the point of having laws. Okay, so now, why do, those ha- why do they have those laws? Let's go into that. So it goes back to the Troubles, like Northern Ireland. Ireland is an island. It's not part of Britain. That's another island right next to it. And Northern Ireland is a part, whatever, is, a, is, is one of the United Kingdom countries. I think they call them countries, like Scotland, Northern Ireland, Britain. That makes up the United Kingdom. And then Ireland is its own country. But anyway, so in Northern Ireland, they have this thing called the Troubles, where I think the Irish are Catholic and the British are Protestant, and they hate each other. Like, they hate each other to the point of, uh, you know, shooting each other in the face with a gun and uh, attaching bombs to the bottom of uh, their enemy's car and, like, blowing it up. And that was, like, the 80s. And then they were doing it in the 90s a little bit, and then they had a ceasefire, and I think things have been mostly chill ever since. But, I mean, you know, people used to die over that back in the day. And so after that, it doesn't mean that they like each other. They just stopped shooting each other in the face and, you know, and bombing police stations, yada, yada. But so they turned their animosity to a slightly less violent thing, which was whenever the, whatever the names of the teams are, there was like the the Catholic soccer team and the Protestant soccer team and when those two teams would play each other, the fans would, like, go out in the streets and just beat the living shit out of each other. Like, violent, violently, you know, probably some people died. Trampling, who knows what. And they had, like, songs about, you know, whatever, the Protestants would sing songs about killing the Catholics and sending the Catholics into the sea. And the Catholics would have similar songs, you know, the other direction. And so, I think Britain came up with these hate speech laws because those songs would like quickly, you know, they'd be like, okay, a big group of people would be singing that song. And then boom, you got yourself a bloodbath on your hands, not with weapons, but you know, with fists. 
could still die. And so they passed these uh, hate speech laws, which says you can't, you can't be instigating violence between the Protestant Catholic situation. And then they're like, oh, hey, you know, let's, uh, whatever, let's add, I think they, I don't know if they added them all at once, or probably not, you know, they probably didn't add transgender right off the bat, but they're like, hey, let's add black people, let's add uh, Pakistani people to these lists. And so, anyways, they made a list, and so, you know, these are people you cannot speak ill of without uh, breaking the law, you know, getting a fine, going to jail. And so they don't have the, like I said, they don't have the First Amendment there. And so that's how it is. And I don't even, you know, I've never heard about what who went to jail for what back in the day. But then they made it include stuff like Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. So, you know, you could just like drunkenly go on Facebook at night and say, uh, you know, send that soccer player back to Africa. And you, like, literally will have a cop show up at your, or cops show up at your door the next day. You might get set to Africa. So I'm going to come in here with some new stats because I was wrong earlier. Um, Eleven people in Britain have been charged with abusive language for what they said about the three black soccer players in the England versus Italy game. You know, most of the comments coming from outside the country, that was still true. Whatever. It's a long story that I'm not going to read about, but there you go. 11 charged, and I don't know if that means they're going to be guilty or not.